0: Oh, good, morning. good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful day,
1: beautiful like day. The the yeah. <laughs> Mama <laughs> Bell says she won't gonna pray for me today. And last time she prayed I got healed and preached too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You gonna get healed
0: again today. Mm-hmm. It's not short. <laughs> Somebody had a good time. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. y'all Who said that, Mama Beth. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I went somewhere and uh, they had made a program. I was going past Bob's Church. They made a program, and uh, he said. Uh, We're going to put you, we do, we have to put you up by 1130. And the man said, uh, well, that will be nice. He came in and tell in. you put the preacher up by 1130. We'll go home by quarter to 12. He said, that's not why I'm putting the preacher up by 1130. He said, why are you going to put the preacher up by 1130? He said, I got to put this one up by 1130 to make sure we out of church (laughs) on. Oh, boy. Bless, Bless him. So this morning, now that we've got our laugh in, and before we go and watch our Super Bowl, we're going to uh, begin our time together today. Uh, I know Mama bell has got a lot to do. She's got to go and make her wings and her breadsticks for the big game tonight. So
2: That's right.
1: Yeah, she wants us to get out her way for that. That's right. Uh huh. So, what we're going to do is, I'm going over there. And, uh, uh we're going to, uh, switch things up a little bit. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. You know, we're not. I lied. Mama <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Mama Bell is going to, uh,. Go ahead and tickle the eyebrows, and then Brother Dennis will do his piece of business, and then we will have our lyrical moment, and then the bald-headed preacher should be here for prayer, and then we'll see if we can't get out of church by nine o'clock. <laughs>
2: Bless him, Jesus. Bless him, bless him, bless him.
3: Okay. Mama Bell's playing until 9. Come on now.
0: Good morning.
3: morning. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <Lord>. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, let me know when so I can. I just told you when. Oh, you did <laughs> Right there, okay. I,
0: I'm sure. Yeah, Okay.
1: I heard you, but I didn't know you must need to be first. Okay, here I am. That's why nobody want to come to this church. We're a bunch of clowns. Yeah. I'm here.
0: I'm here. <laughs>
3: morning,
2: everyone. Good morning.
3: As usual, it's a a good way to wake up. It's a good way to wake up. Yes, it is. Beautiful music. So, how is everybody today?
2: Bless, bless.
3: There you go. We all woke up this morning with our feet on the ground and and found our phone or computer or whatever means for uh, joining our church this morning. to get going than others and i understand that I'm uh sitting here with a cup of coffee so you know i've been up at least two minutes so anyway <laughs> hope everybody had a great week you know we're uh i was looking at things and thinking about things but it's you know it's amazing how god puts things in your mind and, and gets you to start to think about the week coming up and uh, this week coming up i'm sure you've already heard it you've seen the uh heart-shaped pizzas and, uh, you know, extra brownies and, you know, you can get a new bathroom for Valentine's Day. I mean, there's a lot of things going on for for tomorrow. And, and uh, you know, give your loved one, uh, you know, a box of candy. Make sure you don't eat all of them before you give them to them. But anyway, you know, it's all good. But, yeah, the whole thing is, where did all that start from? I mean, I, I'm not talking about the, the celebration of Valentine's Day because you know, we all know that's a uh, uh, commercial thing. But anyway, that came from the fire industry, and the candy industry. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it, where, did, where, did, where did the, uh, uh, there you go, where did love come from? You yeah. know, who taught you how to love? Who put love in your heart? Who put love in your mind? Who is a uh, uh, great, uh, uh, what I want to say, the uh, example of love, you yeah. know, it don't take us much as being Christians that we we know who who put that who started all that, who showed love. You know, Jesus walked on this earth and you know, there wasn't a day that he'd go by that he didn't show love to someone. If it wasn't I mean, even his disciples, even when his disciples questioned him and, and, and asked him and and tried to uh, you know, he he showed him love. He didn't get he didn't get harassed uh, at him for asking questions. He didn't, get, you know, he didn't get upset. He always uh, people questioned him, and he, and he always responded with love. You know, mm-hmm. he showed love to everyone. It didn't matter who you were, where you came from, what you did, or what you know what you try to do. He loved you, and he told us that. And, and it's you know many many times in the Bible, there are phrases and, and verses that talk about love. Yeah. Uh, uh and we're gonna look at one maybe a little different than you're used to looking at uh you know, we all know about uh, you know, love uh, greatest commandment of all. And uh, you know, we have to think about that. It's because we don't think about it enough. And we don't have to think about you know, what it truly means, you know, uh and uh plants a wood real quick, uh in first John uh chapter four verse seven. Uh, it says, uh, dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. There you go, short and sweet. You know, uh, love one another. You know, and those those uh, three words are taught to uh, love young children. You know, I've taught it to my children. I've taught it... In uh, church, to preschoolers, and and even uh, children, and, and even you know, all the way up, love one another. What the, do you really know what that means? You know, uh, uh, you know, just love who you, who uh, who looks like you. Just love who uh, you know talks like you. That's not what it says. It says love one another, one another, love everyone, because love comes from God. Everyone who loves. Has been born of God, so God loves us. He He gave us the the uh, the ability to love. You know, He never He doesn't take that away from us. You know, we love. You love. You know, you love the food. You love the day. You love the sun. You know, there sometimes we get a little caught up in loving uh, artificial things. You know, oh, I love the money. Well, that's good, but does that give us? what we need. No. no. We've got to love our God. We've got to love him. And and, and you know, it says, love has been born of God. What does that mean? You know, where did that means that love came from God. Love gave us. God gave us love. He gave us the ability to do that. And he has to remind us all the time that we should love one another, that we should pick one another up. We should uh, support one another. You know, it's not easy to do that. You know, we, we have a hard time. <laughs> those of us that, uh, you know, went down a marriage trail, you know, sometimes things get a little uh, sticky wicky, we'll say, between husbands and wives, and it's, uh, you know, we have to step back and go, woo, boy, I'm glad I you. <laughs> if I didn't love you, I'd be in
0: trouble. So,
3: so, so, you know, and that's the way I look at God, you know, I'm like, I'm glad he loves me, because if he didn't love me, it would kick me to the street a long time ago, Right. So think about that. Think about that. You know, God loves us unconditionally. He doesn't put, doesn't put a price on it. He doesn't He doesn't tell us that you know Oh, you want me to love you? Oh, uh, you better come over here and bow down and worship me. That's not what He says. If you if if you want God's love, all you have to do is say, God, I love you. And he'll, guess what? You <laughs> don't even have to say that because He loved you before you even loved Him, and He'll always love you. No matter what you do, how you treat you, you know, he'll always be there for you. Unlike the human counterparts that sometimes we run into, you know. uh, You know, we love our family. Sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes we have have little problems. But, you know, if you base your ideas and your thoughts and even your prayers, you know. uh, pray, you know, I... I, you know, I love this person. They're giving me a hard time, but I still love them. I have to, you know, if God tells me I should love everyone, everyone, no matter who they are, what they look like, you know, oh uh, how they look at me, you know. And I, you know, sometimes, you know, we run into that, you know. No matter how they drive their car, we still have to love them. And it's is things we have to, you know, we have to remember in our minds. just like you know, on valentine's day when we have to buy stuff for candy or all this you know my wife and i talk about that i said you know i said what do you want for valentine's day and she says what you give me every day there you go about that you know think about that you know what do you what do you have for god what you give him every day or what you give him on sunday's think about that you know you have to give god something every day and if you give him the love Return the love to him that he gives to you. I guarantee, I guarantee, everything will be fine. And he'll take care of you. God bless. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for loving me. Amen. Loving
1: me. amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, that man been hanging around black folks too long. He ended his message with, I guarantee. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey, come on now.
1: I guarantee voice, you, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that. That's the yeah. sign of a man been around black folk too long. <laughs> he he
2: knows, <laughs> he knows, he, what knows, what he, knows.
1: he knows. I know that, I know that, that I know. I he and I believe and and you know, there's a possibility. There's a strong possibility. You just watch. That's what yeah. now he over here and talk about guarantees. That's all, that's Next thing guaranteed. you know he's taking it that's to the bank. Uh, that's all. Well yeah, hey that's in
3: the
1: Bible. Amen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. There's a lot
1: of things in that Bible.
2: Amen.
1: You know what they say about Baptists. They're not always right, but they're never in doubt. <laughs>
2: Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All right. That was a wonderful selection. You know, that's why we can't get people to come to this church. Y'all crazy. Amen. Good
0: morning.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Uh Uh-huh. All right. All right. We uh again with Mama Bell did such a beautiful job on that piano. Oh it was it
2: was so slow. I hope y'all
0: didn't
1: go to sleep. Well, I mean if we did I'm it would did a job. It's supposed to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama Bear did so beautifully, and Brother Dennis told us about love, mm-hmm. told us that God loves us even when our families don't, and we don't love our families. Amen. That's got all right. I, got I got a spare room. I got a spare room. When your wife hear that message, I got a spare room. We bless your heart. Well, we're going to keep on going here today. I got to get out of here before Mama Bell gets mad at me. <laughs> and Pastor Booth is here. Don't pray for me. She don't want you to do that. She feel like get the Holy Ghost and preach too long. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, mm, pray. You Mama Bell? You going to be Mama Bell be now? Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. I don't know this church got a choir. Oh yeah.
0: Dream
1: all. Dream all <laughs> we wanna, pray, I'll
0: pray,
1: I'll pray. We wanna pray, read see, in your low. hearing. I like it though. We wanna read in your hearing a little piece of business called Prayer for the Success of ministers. Mm. Since Mama Bell won't pray for me, I'll pray for myself. Pray, pray, pray. Uh-huh. They go to choir again. <laughs> <laughs> Father of mercies, bow thine ear. Attentive to our earnest prayer. We plead for those who plead for thee, successful pleaders may they be, how great their work, how vast their charge do thou their anxious souls enlarge their best endowments, our are our gain. we share the blessings they obtain. O, clothe with energy divine their words and let those words be thine. To them thy sacred truth reveal, suppress their fear, inflame their zeal. Teach them to sow the precious seeds, teach them to Thy chosen flock to feed. Teach them immortal soul to gain, and thus reward their toil and pain. Let thronging multitudes around hear from their lips the joyful sound, and humble strings thy grace implore, and feel thy living. Spirits Kawa Passabu
4: Most Gracious God, our eternal Father, we honor you this morning. We praise you, we give you glory and honor for whom you are. You are our God and it is you that we put our trust. You spoke the word and light became, and it separated it from the darkness. You spoke the word and vegetation sprouted out the ground. Yes, the Lord. You spoke the word, then fish went to swimming. you spoke the words, birds went to flying. Hallelujah. But your prized possession was when you took a part of yourself and created man in your own image. And then you gave him dominion and power over everything that your hands had made. You loved us so much that you, out of the ground, you formed a body and out of the dust of the ground you took your breath of love and you blew into the nostrils of dirt Mm. Mm -hmm. and that dirt became flesh and that dirt became a living soul yes Lord hallelujah Mm. then you put him in the midst of your creation and you told him to have dominion Have authority over everything up in the air, everything that's on the ground, and everything that's on the sea. You told him that he had the authority and the power to be fruitful and multiply. And Father, we thank you for giving us this opportunity. To have this opportunity to love you back as you have loved us. Because of what has happened in that garden, the fall of man, we had some rough days. Mm. Had some weary days. Some days we didn't know we were going or coming. Mm. Some days we just wanted to tap out, check out and say forget it. But one thing we learned about your word, your word is true. You say you never leave us nor forsake us. Yes, sir. And you never left us, Lord God, and we thank never. you. Never Lord left. God, pain, pain in our bodies sometimes. Sometimes our mind has so many things on it, it, it start our head starts to hurt. Yes, ma'am. We now, get yeah, anxious. Man. We get anxious. We don't know which way to go sometimes. But, some, but Lord God, in the midst of all of that, you show up and you, you allow us to know that you're still in control. You're still in charge. Yes, yes. If we can only trust you. Yes, Lord. Amen. And Lord God, we learned how to trust you. We didn't know how to trust you at one time. We, we doubted you at some time. Amen. Yes, we did. No, but didn't. we came to learn how to trust you. Yes, yes. Your words that in all of our ways, if we lean not to our own understanding and knowledge, you, you will direct our path.
2: Yes, yes, you will.
4: And that path sometimes took us through. The valleys and the shadows of death. That path sometimes took us through valleys, and sometimes that path took us through mountains, but God, you blessed us all, and you allowed us to see another day. Amen. And we thank you, Lord, God, such a great God you are. And Father, as we come this morning, we bless you, we glorify you, thank you for this brand new day, we thank you for these are people that have come out today to worship for you and glorify you. It could have been very easy for us to turn over one more time and get that extra hour of sleep. But Father, we know that it was so important to meet you this morning. We got up out of our beds. Or at least we opened our eyes if we didn't get up out of our bed (laughs) to praise and to glorify you. And we thank you. Thank you, thank you. Now, Lord, we come and we bring our families, we bring our cares, and we draw them at your feet. Awesome. I pray, Lord God, a special prayer on my mother's this morning. On the day before love day, every day is a love day for us, Lord God, when we come down to our mothers. Who have gone through life, Lord God, and have suffered many things. They have put their life on the line just to, just to bring us into this world. And, Father, we honor them this morning, and and we love upon them. Lord God, now grant them their blessings. Grant them their heart's desire. Lord, touch their feeble bodies and cause them, Lord God, to regain strength, Lord God. Give them some days and some years of just blessing you and glorify and join themselves and join their families yes lord I lord god allow them to see some days where they can turn on the news and they don't hear about killings and robberies Yes, lord. lord let them let them go out and just ride around and see your beauty that all of the things that you have made all the provisions that you have given them now lord many prayers they have prayed for their loved ones their children, grandchildren and and god they have blessed you lord god and and they are looking lord god yet to see lord god the manifestations of your glory in these things lord they have prayed for schools they have prayed for people in convalescent homes and hospitals lord And even them themselves have may have been partakers of that at one time or another. But God, we thank you for what you're doing, even right now, blessing their eyes to be able to see the glory of the coming of you, Lord. Our eyes have seen the glory of the coming of you, Lord. And God, we thank you, Lord God. And God, we pray, Lord God, for this world. We pray for this United States of America lord god we pray lord god even as it looks like there's some trouble in some other lands lord god that we might be a part of trying to defend those who have freedom we pray god that you would direct our president and and all of those people lord god are are there that make decisions on on whether we do war whether we do peace and whether we show love whether we show hard love, Lord God, we just pray, God, you would direct them, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Our sons and daughters in uniform, Lord God, is, is there to, to do a job. We pray, Lord God, God, you will protect them as they do their job. Jesus, Father, amen. we honor you this morning, Lord God, for giving us such an, uh, a country, Lord God. that that defends and help others, Lord God. But I pray, God, that this country, Lord God, will look after those who are here with them. Lord God, pay attention to those things that are around them that they won't go by them. And, Lord God, we thank you for that. Bless us and we shall be blessed this morning, Lord God, as the word of God come forth. We pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will have your way. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. There are some of you that have some prayer concerns this morning you want to bring before the Lord. Let's go to the Lord now in prayer, in this time of meditation, in this time of prayer. Let's drop those things at the Lord's feet. Let's go to the Lord now. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
4: Thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus. For your love, Lord Jesus. Father God, just bless the man of God as he comes this morning to bring forth the word. We pray, God, that it would be electrified and life-changing. Cause us to live where there is death, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would word his mouth. Give his body strength in Jesus' name. I was seeking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shores, very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. Yes, yes. From the waters he lifted me, now safe am I. Love Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help. Love lifted me, love lifted me. Love lifted me, yeah. we nothing else could have. Oh, yeah.
0: Love uh, lifted yeah.
2: me. Yes, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank
0: you. Hallelujah.
2: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Exodus, I have three places for us to go. hmm mm-hmm. Mama Bear want to join the choir. I hear you. Oh, I,
0: was,
2: I was thinking aloud.
1: Exodus. Mm-hmm. I have three places for us to go. Mm-hmm. hmm <clears throat> Mama Bell want to join the choir. I hear you. Oh, okay.
0: I'm,
1: I'm <clears throat> Exodus chapter 14, <clears throat> verse 13. We're going there. And then pin that and go to Psalms 46 and 10. And then pin that and go to Daniel 317. While you're pinning all those verses, I'll read them again for you. I want to remind you while I'm thinking about it, we are going to have our communion Wednesday morning. So come with your crackers and your juice. We'll talk about that on Wednesday.
2: Psalm oh, 40.
1: Psalm 46.10. Exodus 14.13. Daniel
0: 3.17. uh
1: Come on. Exodus fourteen thirteen says But Moses said to the people Do not be afraid, stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that He will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, Um, you will never ever see again. Fourteen, the Lord will fight for you, and you must be quiet. Hallelujah. Then to Psalms forty six and verse 10 it says stop fighting and know that I am God exalted among the nations exalted on earth and finally Daniel chapter 3 verse 17 says if the God we serve exists then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire and he can rescue us from the power of you the king I want to talk to you for a few moments as I know how Back at the anywhere between now and nine o'clock. Praise him, Lord. Praise him. Bless him. From the subject, shut up and recognize. Shut up and recognize.
2: Hallelujah.
1: And all those in agreement with the word respond with a howdy. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise
2: the
1: Lord. Pastor Booth, I'm gonna need you around right about the end of this. We're gonna do a little tag team. You gonna preach today a little bit in the end of this. I'm gonna tell you how in a minute. <laughs> if that's all right, sir, you can go ahead and give me an Amen.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm looking forward to hear that.
1: I don't know if he is.
2: He ain't saying nothing.
0: <laughs> when I think about it, <laughs> he's <There you go. laughs> <laughs> he finally come to life. <laughs> there
1: you go. <sighs> Pastor Booth, I'm going to need you around right about the end of this. We're going to do a little tag team. We're going to preach today a little bit in the end of this. I'm going to tell you how in a minute. If that's all right, sir, you can go ahead and give me an amen.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. Looking forward to hear that. I
1: don't know if he is.
2: He ain't saying nothing. (laughs)
0: When I think about come to life
1: There you go. When I think about the course of our society today, uh, Mama Bell, I have found myself in need of these three verses very, very much. I had a traumatic experience the last few days. I don't know if I've shared it with you, but I went to the mirror to do some grooming. You know how us men do. We go to uh, take care of our face and uh, make sure that all of our hair, particles, and you know, those of us who have hair, have, don't have this problem.
0: Uh, <laughs> But the rest of us we
1: gotta go make sure all the strings are in the right place. Brother Dennis can attest to this. He's got more hair than the brass monkey, so he got he can understand.
2: <laughs> Have fun.
1: And I went and I was looking as I was brushing my hair and putting my little hair grease in there and telling myself how good I look. <laughs> I noticed something, Mama Bell.
2: Something
1: very scary. Something very, very, very frightening. The left corner of my hair, right near the hairline, my hair was a different color. (laughs) That's great. I knew it wasn't gray. No. My, my hair was turning gray. Oh, no. Oh, you're so and, and I looked down at the beard as it was starting to matriculate into my facial features. Oh, my word. And at the one point in time when the beard was coming in so pretty, I, I never had a beard come in that pretty. I, I've i been around now about 30, almost 38 years, if I'm blessed to live another two months. And I've never been able to grow a full beard, but but it was coming in so pretty, and then I noticed something. Yes,
0: hide, one, it wasn't the
1: wonderful follicles. It wasn't the wonderful follicles that was glistening off of the bathroom light. No. My beard was presenting some different color hair follicles. Whoa! <laughs> My hair was turning. I rebuke your mouth in the name of the Father. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I immediately grabbed for that wonderful Dollar Shave Club razor. Let me go, man, faster. Well, you cut it the most. And the opening grow. hair cream that came yeah. with that wonderful package, and I cut every last bit <laughs> of that gray out my hair.
2: Oh. It's going to come I back. I kept
1: my face all nicely, I rebuke you in the name of the song. <laughs> mm. What's going
0: to happen next
1: month? <laughs> it's going to come back again. Yes. That's why we can't Ooh. get nobody Join this church Y'all so crazy clowns in here
0: <laughs> we'll be Ooh, a while.
1: Hallelujah That's alright I'll be in good couple We had a bald headed prayer And a bald headed preacher We'll be twins
2: <laughs> That's why he cut his off too. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, gracious Father.
1: And I noticed that there was a reason why my hair was turning gray. It had nothing to do with the fact that I'm sailing down the highway to exit 40 or that I was speeding along that highway. But it was the stress and the strain that I had allowed myself to be under. I allowed myself to fight battles that I did not need to fight. I allowed myself to be a part of conversations that I did not need to be a part of. I allowed myself to deal with fools. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the company of fools. And so when I looked at all of the people who told me that they were going to run me out of town, all of the people who said that they would see my destruction, all the people who said that they would watch me burn in political flames, and I began to believe that my only objective, my only mission, the battle strategy that I had to offer was a wonderful return fire until I came to my text. Praise the Lord. Now, there's three parts to this text that I would like to focus your attention on. In Exodus, we read of Moses who has to take the opportunity to explain to these some 3.5 million people To not, don't get scared.
2: Amen.
1: Just wait a little bit.
2: Amen. Wait on the Lord.
1: Now, the problem that I feel our lovely church people have is the ability or the opportunity or whatever word goes there of knowing the end of the story. You see, it's easy when you know how the story ends. It affects your response. I believe a lot of people have attacked these wonderful people in this wilderness, they have attacked them. They have beat them up. The children of Israel have gotten such a bad rap because it has come from people who are looking from the outside in. You ever have somebody sit on the outside and tell you how you feel? feeling? Amen. All the they can tell you what's wrong with you. They can tell you how to manage your pain. They can tell you how to deal with your frustration. They can tell you how to call on God. Well, if you call on God, you won't feel this bad. You ever seen them folks that can t- It's easy to quarterback from the sidelines. It's easy to coach from the nosebleed section. Uh, the sad reality is those same individuals, you've seen them. Uh, Sometimes you want to get a tape recorder and and just record their whole message. And just wait five minutes because... They're going to talk about you. You walk down the street, and you'll stomp your toe, and you might say one or two words, hallelujah, bless God, and they'll look at you and say, don't make no sense. You talking like that. You ain't supposed to talk like that. God's been too good for you to talk like that Till they get to the next curb, and they stomp their toe, and then they forget how good God's been.
2: <laughs> That's the truth I know. That is
1: it's easy. True. It's easy quarterback from the sidelines, and it's easy to coach from the bleachers. But Moses is dealing with a group of people who speaks very kindly to the situation by which I believe he's facing in this day and time. Moses is dealing with people who had been in slavery for some 400 years.
2: Amen, yes.
1: They don't know freedom. God came in and told them that they're going to take them out of their slave situation. They're going to take them out of their bondage. They're going to take them out of their imprisonment. It's like a man who has been in jail for so long, and you come tell him he's going to be released. He's been in there so long, all he knows is the wall. He doesn't have any experience in the street. He doesn't know how to make it on his own. And it's very interesting that these fine individuals have been attacked for so long when the reality of it is everything they did was normal. It's a lot to 400 years, as far back, as your ancestors can see, is slavery. If you look at a generation by what society looks at about by 100 years, that's some four generations of people who have been enslaved. These children have never seen Jacob. They never saw the brothers of Joseph, Benjamin. They didn't even see Joseph as he led the children of Egypt. All that they had was him in a history book which had been totally scrubbed because less we tell people about their effective history. No, it, we had to do what we know today as critical race theory. We have to scrub their history. We can't let them know how smart they are. We can't let them know how powerful they were. We can't let them know their true identity. We must make sure that everything we do is clear and safe to keep people in the oppressive situation that they're in. I don't say this because I want to be political. I say it because I want to be correct. I think about I had a conversation with a young man the other day, and we were talking, and he said, we don't need to teach black man. He said, that's very important. He said, we don't need to teach black history. I said, why not? He said, because that's too bad. We we'll don't need to teach how the white man mistreated us. Why? Because that's too bad. Why we need to keep making them look bad? His mama was very good. She, she, was, a, she was a very she was a prophet. His mama was. She was a prophet. You say, how was she a prophet? She named this boy Thomas. <clears throat> prophet was his mother. You have these individuals who know not of freedom. We have attacked so many people. I've thought about this and thought about this and thought about this for some time, how much we've attacked folks out there in the project. If mama was out there and grandmama was out there and great-grandma was out there, how do you expect them to know any better? If they get a party because they $15 is paid on time, how do you expect them to know any better? Pay two months and the four-month is free.
0: How do you expect
1: them to be able to survive in the real world, if everything that has ever been done has been utilized to keep them in the bad world. There's a lady in one of the communities, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to cause problems. Not today, I don't. At least not today, I don't. Maybe tomorrow I might feel like causing problems. And she was talking about job security. She was saying something and going on and on. I don't really, I'll spare you the details. But one of the things that I thought about when I came out just popped right into my brain. It's kind of like Grandmama had an experience one time, and she said that the Lord was short of something, and she kept shaking her head, and God told her, don't shake your head when I'm showing it to you. I started shaking my head. I had the same experience voice looked at me and said, that woman don't want these people to get better. Because if people were not poor we wouldn't need a hood. If people were not in trouble, we wouldn't need the police department. Some of our systems have been designed to keep us in trouble. true." And so, before I move on, let me not say it's not a direct shot at all of them. Some people in all of those professions are very good. But it's still a very crippling situation. Now, so Moses, the first liberator of the Negro people, He spent his time dealing with educating the people who found themselves not understanding. It's like grandmama and a cell phone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can tell her and tell her and tell her it ain't going in.
2: I rebuke it. It's going in
1: because we know not of this situation. We know not of this idea. And so Moses had to spend time telling the people something that they were learning as they went. These people had never seen a river open. They've never seen fire consume people. A black man never saw a cop and didn't stop running? Are you serious? We grew up on WB. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do when they come for you? And so now you want to tell me that I can see a police officer coming my way and I can calmly remain there? Be still? And don't be afraid. Don't you know my cousin, uncle, and brother was shot? And as I look out my mirror, I think it was the same cop. And you want me to be still? Be still. And still. And don't be afraid. Then you get over to the second point. I'm going to deal with Psalms last. That's when I'm going to ask Brother Booth to come help me. You get up to the second point, and it's very interesting because the English language is wonderful. I invite you to consider it sometime. The English language breaks down sentences in such a way that you understand that some things are a direct thought, some things are half a thought, some things are a combined thought, and then some things is an addition to a thought. How you doing, Gina Rome? write Meshach, and that old Negro, and he said, listen, if our God exists, that's the first part, you had a bunch of people who weren't even sure that God was there. How can you love a God you have not seen? How can you kill folks over a God you have not seen? How can you rebuke folks over a God you have not seen? Do you know what he looks like? Mm -hmm. You know how he smells? Mm -hmm. Some folk believe that his son is pale with fair skin. Who just so happened to live in the desert all day Don't make sense to me That's another conversation for another day If God exists I don't want to lose my time there He said He can deliver us Out of the fiery furnace The problem that I have with a lot of individuals, present company included, is we have not found the faith, we have not found the chutzpah to believe that we can be delivered out of the fiery furnace some have believed that I was born to be poor. I was born to be broken, despondent. I was born to be destitute. I was born to be working for minimum wage or less. I was born to not be able to pay rent. I was born to not be able to raise my children properly. I was born to ride the bus. I was born to only have five cents and a mule with the tail, not even the whole mule. I was born to come from the project. I was born to be nothing. And as long as the sun rises and sets and the stars and stripes are flying over this world, I will be nothing. I cannot be delivered from the furnace. There's a whole lot of folks walking our streets. Great ideas, great techniques, great business plans and models and can tear things up and down, left and right, but they cannot get over that their Nebuchadnezzar has them locked in their furnace. But then there's the other group of people that interests me the folks who believe that they can get out of the furnace. They believe they can get out of poverty. They believe they can get out of their situation. But they don't believe that they can be delivered from their situation's hand. What am I trying to say? Not only do I believe When I go sit down and talk to my boss that I am going to be delivered from this write-up, I believe that the boss is going. Because the problem is when you pray for the write-up to go away and leave the boss there, the reality of it is there's another write-up coming down the pipe. But when the boss is gone too, not only can God give me a better job, he can give me a better boss. Not only can God give me a better home, he can give me one all the way across town. Not only can God give me a better car, he can give me one that has low mileage, zero maintenance problems, and will run me for the next five years. I can be delivered, not just out of the furnace, but I can be delivered out of the hand. I am somebody. And there's nobody, no politician, Democrat or Republican, Jew or Gentile, Christian or Islamic person that can tell me that God cannot do something for me. I am somebody. And then I'm going to get to my final point in Psalms. Because the first part of our time together, we learn to understand who God is. We learn that even though we have not seen these things, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has for us, we learned that we have to not be afraid of our destiny, not to be afraid of our mission statement, not to be afraid of where God is going to take us because we have not been in school, We have not been involved in it before. We've not seen it before. So just because it has never happened doesn't mean it can't happen. That's the first half. And then the second can have with the confidence to stand up to our adversary, to stand up to our situation and say, you know what, even though I still may not know, even though I still may not see Even though everything is still going wrong, the crazy people, the the husband is crazy, the wife is crazy, mama's crazy, uncle's crazy, granddaddy's crazy, everybody's attacking you. Even though I can be delivered, not just out of this battle, I can be delivered out of the whole battle. I invite you today to stop praying to be delivered out of battles, to be prayed to be delivered out of war.
0: I'm
1: going to say that again. I hope we don't pray anymore to be delivered out of battles. I hope we pray to be delivered out of the war. Oh, war. Oh.
2: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Songs.
2: Amen. amen.
1: Brother David, he said, now what do I do now? He said, just go sit down. Be quiet. Be still. And know. Pastor Booth, I'm going to need your singing here in a minute. Because there's a whole lot of problems that we're facing. That somebody just needs to be still. Know. And no,
2: And no. And on a shadow of doubt. And know.
1: That I am God Pastor Booth, Baby he come hit me, he know this song. Be still Yeah. And no. Yeah. That I yeah. am God. Be still and no. That I
0: oh, God. am
1: God. Be still and know.
2: Yes, Lord. That I oh, God.
1: am God. Is my pastor around here? Yes, sir. Pastor, can you help me just sing while we while we meditate a little bit? Be still. You want me to pray? Oh, okay. You can play, too. I don't care what you do. How you get it, get it, wherever you get it. Be still. And no. And no. That I And God. Uh-huh.
4: Let
0: yeah,
4: be still and know that I am God.
1: the
0: Lord,
1: that heal is easy. you don't need nobody to pray for you, you can heal yourself, God, you can pray for yourself, I haven't been able to do a service in two weeks on my feet, I done done this one today, be still, and no. like for you, as we prepare to go, Grandma's going to come pray for us in just a minute. But I would like for that to be your anthem this week. I would like for you to look at all your situations, all your circumstances. Just sit down and shut your mouth. Don't ask no more questions. Don't try to defend yourself no more. Don't worry about nothing. Just be still and watch the Lord do it. There's a whole lot of folks in your life that think they're running stuff. Uh Uh-huh. but I just come to you as a gentleman who just realized his hair's turning gray. That the only person that runs you is you and your creator. And God will make your enemies do for you what you need. You're going to go to sleep, some of you. I'm going to have to be calm now. I'm going to hit my knee. You're going to have to go to sleep, some of you, and you're going to wake up. And there's going to be stuff on your desk, money, titles, school loans paid. Those things you're stressing about, just let it go. Some of you are going to be finding yourself in situations that you didn't think you could do, but you're going to do it because that's what you were destined to do, and you have told yourself for years that it would never happen, but it's going to happen. You will be delivered not just out of your fear, but out of your affliction. Mama Bell, it won't be long. We're going to be down at Carnegie Hall, you and me. (laughs) You laughing. I'm dead serious. It might not be the Carnegie Hall, but it's going to feel like it when we get there. Because there's still work for us to do. And even though this has been a wonderful experience and I do believe we should continue, this is going to be beautiful. But God's got some work for us outside the streets. He's going to take us out of these homes. He's going to put us back in churches. Folk thought we had been retired from, but we're going to walk back in. Because God still has work for us to do. God does not waste time, nor does He waste breath. And as long as you're breathing, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know. My bell's going to play it one more time, and I'm going to let you listen and pray for yourself. My dear grandmother,
2: Most Gracious and All Wise Father. We thank you this morning. We praise you and we magnify your holy name. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. In all situations, we got to know that God is in control. And if you put your trust in God, no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, No matter what you hear, be still and know that God is in control. Be still and know that God loves you. He loves you. God loves us so much. He killed kings and kingdoms to let his people go through. And he is still the same God. He loves us. God loves us. We must always remember that while we be being still, that we know that God loves us. He cares so much for us. His loving arms is all around us, holding us up. Every step we make, he's there with us. we got to hold on knowing that he loves us. He's working it all out. You may not see it. You may not understand it. But always to know that God loves you. Always remember that God is in control. He don't waste no pain. He don't waste no heartaches. He don't waste no disappointments. Because in all those things, He's working for our good. And He's going to bring us on top. Be still and know that God loves you. He cares so much for us. It's nothing too hard, nothing impossible with Him. All things is in His hands. And He's going to bring us out. He promised us never, never to leave us alone. He promised us that in the times of famine, in the times of whatever, He's going to feed us. He's going to take care of us. If He take care of that little sparrow, you know he's going to take care of you. We are more to him than that little sparrow. Always remember, God loves you. Always remember that God cares for you. No matter what man might say or do, God loves you. He loves you. You have to believe it. You have to walk in it. Pick your head up and look to the hills on which cometh your health and strength. Look to Jesus, knowing that he's the author and the finish of your salvation. Look to Jesus and praise him. In hard time, praise him. In bad time, praise him. In lonely time, praise him. I don't understand, dear God, but I'm going to praise you. Because you seen all things. Give thanks for your mercy endure forever. Pick our heads up this morning, dear saints, and keep a smile on our face, knowing that God is in every situation, knowing that God's going to bring us out on top. Well, we can just trust Him. Just trust in Him. As you said, lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge Him. Because He loves us so much. That's why we can praise Him. Jehoshaphat said, Lord, I'm afraid. But he said, just wait on me. Just be still. I'm going to fight the battle. I'm going to fight the war. You're not going to have to do it. Just sing praises to me because I love you. Just sing praises and meditate on my word because my word is true. You can beck on my words. Hold your head up and trust to God got to believe that he's going to do it. You got to believe that he's there with you. You got to believe that he will never leave you nor forsake you. In your sick days, in your lonely hours, in the hospital, in the nursing home, wherever you might be, remember, God loves you. God loves you. That great God, that God loves us so much. And we can, we can be overcomers. We may not know how to go through, but God will guide our footsteps along the way. God will take care of us. He said, I will. The songwriter got inspiration, said, God will take care of me. We got to always remember, we got to always speak these words to ourselves. And the more you speak these words to yourself, the stronger you will get and be able to stand and know that I can be still and trust my God. I can depend on him. And I just said thank you this morning. Thank you this morning for loving us, God. Protecting us, God. Making a way out of no way. We may not have seen what you bring us into. But, God, you already got it all worked out for us. It's all worked out. And we can believe that we're going to get, that God is going to be there for us. We just thank you this morning, dear God. We praise you this morning. Because, God, oh, God, you manifest yourself to us so much. Wipe the drops from our eyes, dear God, that we might be able to see. Move the heartaches from us, God, that we can believe. And God help us to stay focused on you. I believe, God. I believe, God. And I know, God. I know you, God. I know you, God, that you got it all in control. And you're going to bring us in to what you have for us. You told the children in Israel, don't forget, when you get in Canaan land, that it was I that gave you houses. It was I that planted them trees for you. It was I that prepared the food for you. Don't forget me now. Remember, everything you come into, put God first and thank God for it because God's mercy endures forever. We just thank you this morning, God. We praise you and we magnify your name. And, God, we give your name, all the honor, all the honor, all the glory, all the praises. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, and amen, and amen. I believe.